Sechte Bava Kama Daf Kuf Yudalid Amad Aleph, page one fourteen, Sadeid. Because they take out money apuma dechad by one witness, and therefore they will take out money by the testimony of one which is not halachically proper. The Torah says, You need to have two. All this that we said that you should not testify is only Elochad when he is by himself testifying. But if there's two, uh, over there we don't say that it's prohibited to testify, but they could testify. Even when there is talking about one, we don't say that he shouldn't testify in the laws of the villages, they don't know how to judge uh, justly, and they believe one person has two. But in the place of the courts of the Goyim, over there even a single person is permitted to testify because in Hunami Chad Amumoso Shodule, they too, one witness, they don't take out money, they uh, obligate the one who's being demanded a Shavu that he should swear just that is in the Din Torah. Omar Ravashi says, Ravashi, Kiavino Be Rabhuna, when I was in the Yeshiva by Rabhuna, Ibayelon, we had a question. A important person who they rely on as if he was two, and he knows a testimony for a goy, and uh, they would take out money based on his testimony, and therefore, so he should not testify against another Jew, or perhaps. Who, since he's an important person, uh, he cannot really uh, slip away from them. And he's permitted to testify. The Gemara says, take what remains unresolved. Uh, we have a Jewish person, the Zabin He sold a piece of land to a goy which was a mitzra which was on the boundary of another yid uh, of his mishamtinon lay we put the seller into excommunication my timer why are we excommunicating him if we shall say because of the law of Bar Mitzvah, that when a person sells his field, so the field next to his, he has the first priority to buy it. We learn it because it says, and that's why we're going to excommunicate the seller for not selling it to him that is next to him. But but he said, that whether a Jew zovin mevid kechovim a yid buys from a goy a field which is next to another yid, and whether the yid sells 
the field which is next to another yid, Leiko, there's no Mishum Din in the Bar Metzra, the of the laws of Bar Metzra, because when you buy from a Goy, the fact that you're buying from him and you're removing him from the uh, Jew's property, which is next to him, that itself is correct and good. And when you sell to a Goy, because the main din of the Bar Metzra is on the buyer, that he shouldn't buy for himself, but giving it to the one next to him to buy the field. But if the uh, the the seller, we don't force him to sell it to the neighbor because he doesn't have to sell his field at all. The Gemara says, Elo, so what's the reason why we excommunicate? We say to him, the neighbor says, you laid a lion down on my boundary because the goy is going to cause him problems. And therefore, Misham Tinanle, we excommunicate him at the Kabbalale until the seller will accept to pay all kinds of damages that he's going to force the Yid because of him, any damage that the Yid will have from the Goy. Next Mishnah. If the tax collectors who are not authorized by the government and their everything is stolen, they took away his donkey and they gave him another donkey. Or not listing as Kisusa, if bandits took his garments, they give him another Kisus Acheres, and they gave him another garment. Hareilu Shaloi, he can belongs to him. The owners are assumed that they gave up hope from getting it back, and there is Yushashin Rishus over here. Hamatzil min hanor. If one who saves an object from the river that's flooded, I mean hagayus, or from the army of the war that taken, I mean alistim, or from a bandits that robbed, im nisyoshu habayim. If we know that the owners gave up hope, as for example, you say, oh, wow, I lost money. Hareilu shaloi. Then it's his. But as long as you don't know that the owners uh, gave up hope, you cannot. Uh, uh, merit them. Also, one who finds a group of bees that comes from a uh, a beehive of his friend. If he knows that the owners have given up, uh, then it belongs to him. If he doesn't know, then he cannot take it. Omar Rabbi says that there, if there's a place where we don't have kosher Adam to say who owns these bees, uh, that you found the menace isha cotton leimar, a woman or a minor is believed to say mekan From this place, this group of bees came out, as the Gemara will explain. You can go into the field of your friend to save your a group of bees, and if you did damage to your friend's field as you were walking, you have to play that which you damage. But you cannot cut the uh, 
the the the, the, the sukkah, the tent, uh, if the dvarim, the beast sat down there and he's afraid to take him one by one, they're going to run away. To do so, uh, and he's going to pay for it. He can't do so. Rabbi Shmuel ben Nishar, Rabbi Yechon ben Berekia, Emir, but Rabbi Shmuel, the son of Yechon, says, "Av koitzet ben Nishar nesadomim." We can also cut the um, the the, the seichay and give him the money because this is a condition that best made. As the Gemara will explain, we'll do the Gemara now. Tana will learn the Nebraisa. Im notal if he took from the from the list a donkey or a garment, he has to return it to the original owner. So this Tana disagrees on the Mishnah. That the Gazlan cannot acquire just with Yush. To begin with, the thing came to his hand with an Isur and you have to return it. Because others say that they learned the Brasa differently, like our Mishnah. Im that if he's a uh, righteous and he doesn't want to use an object because it came through Gzela, he wants to return it, he should give it back to the original owners and not to the Gazan. My timer, why? Why doesn't he have to give back to the owners from the din? Because he holds, therefore, in this version of the Braise, that Yush itself is Koina. And the kind the Gazan was already kind of me who e Omar Yefshi the moment shainlessly he says I still I can't use money which is not mine. He gives it back to the original first owners. First they will learn in the Mishnah Shaloi, why they belong to him, the owners uh, give up hope. Omar Abashi says Rabashi Leishono. We didn't learn in the Mishnah that when the bandits took it, it's his because the owners give up hope. Only if the bandits are going. But a Jewish bandits know because over there the owners don't give up hope. So far, because he holds, he thinks that the next day I'll call him to the base. Then he should give back what he stole. Maskif law, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef challenged this. It makes sense the other way. That if we're talking about because the say the judges over there deal with uh, arrogance, with force, she doesn't give up hope because he realizes that he's going to take it out from the Gazlan. But if by Yisrael, keep on the Omri Meimar, because they say that the uh, Yiddish judges are not. Uh, forceful, they just talk. Omri Meimer, they talk and they say, Go give him a yayish, gives up hope. So, therefore, Rabbi, Rabbi Yisuf says, Eloi Itmar, that when did the, the distinction of Rabashi between a Jewish bandits and a Goyin, a Sefer Itmar, and the Sefer, second case in the Mishnah, which we say that Stamets not Yishbailim, it says, Amatzil Minoevit Kechov Minalistim. If you are Saving it from a guy and listing. If the owners gave up hope, it belongs to him. So it's mashma that only if you know that they gave up hope, ain't. But then this is so. But if stomach, if you don't know law, and you have to give it back. So Rabashi says, When do we say that it's not Yush? 
If it's like the Chavim, because Mishum the Dainabigesa, because they judge with arrogance and with force. And he realized that they're going to return the theft. Avol Yisrael, least of Yisrael, but Jewish bad and keep on the Omri Meimar. They just say that they don't judge with force just by saying he doesn't rely on them. He gives up hope. Tanan Hosom, we learned in the Mishnah, Mesechte Kelim Perik Chabob Mishnah Ches, with regards to vessels that receive, receive Tuma only after they're completed, the fully Kelim. That if the owners thought to use the vessel as is, in a way that uh, there is not lacking in the finish, that thought helps to bring down a name of a keli, and it will be bekabel tuma. Therefore, oiris shall balabais. You have skin uh, leather of the uh, owner that you haven't yet prepared them to shoes. Machshava, the thought of the balabais, use them as is to sit on them or lie on them, but Tamosu would bring down tum on them from that point. Vishalabdum, but a person who is a tanner who works out the leather to sell in this street, ain't machshava betamosu. His thought does not make them tuma, does not bring them to the level to bring them to tuma. Because if people are going to come to buy uh, for shoes, he's going to sell to them. So it turns out that in the end they are for shoes and the thought is not helped. So the Mishnah said that uh, there's a difference that if it's the leather of Shal Gazlon, the Mishnah over there says that if it's the leather of a Gazlon, that he took it from the owners with force, without fear, then the thought does not make them tome because they're not his, because... Minastam, we assume the owners don't give up hope because they think that they're going to demand him in court and they'll take it out from him. But Vishal Ganov, if it's of a thief who stole these skins and leather in hiding without seeing him, his thought will be them, make them tome because in that case we assume that they owners give up hope because they don't know who the Ganov is so they can don't know who to call to Bezdin. So that's why they belong to him. Rabbi Shimon disagrees with Aimer. He says, Chiluf Advorim. He says, just the opposite. Because he took it by force and they won't be able to stand up against them. But if it's skin of a Shalganov, he cannot be metame with thought. Because the owners have not yet given up hope because they think they might be able to file. Omar Ula, so Ula said on this, on this Mishnah, Machloikes is bestam. The Machloikes of Shimon HaChachomim is only bestam, he doesn't know if the owners gave up hope. So according to the Chachomim, Stam Geneva, uh, the owners are Meyayish, of Shimon Stam Gezela is Meyayish Bailem. But if it's known that they gave up hope, like we heard the owners say, oh, I lost money, Everybody will agree that the Yush helps, so the Ganev or the Gazlan will acquire the leather, and his thought would help. But Rabbi Omar, but Rabbi says, that even when we know that the owners give up hope, there's also Machlokes, because even if we heard them give up hope, 
it's not really complete a complete use because they still have in mind to call him to court. Don't disagree on Ula. Did not be Masnisin Kavosi because the Mishnah we learned uh, in which Rav Shimachachamim argue like him. Because Rav Shimon says that the store of a Ganav doesn't help the official ladies Yoshua Bailim. Because the owners haven't given up hope. Taima, the reason is because Le Nishyasha Bailim, the owners didn't give up hope. Avul Nishyasha Bailim, if it's known that they gave up hope, Arayel Shloyda belonged to him. Amalei, so Rabbi says to Abaye, no, don't bring a proof to Ullah from the Mishnah because Anan Lefisha and Yushla Bailim Masinlo. We explain the words of the Mishnah because the Bailim aren't giving up hope at all. And even if we heard that they were Messiah, so you can't derive like you wanted to learn. The Gemara brings a proof from Tanan, from our Mishnah. It says, not that if the bandits took his garment, etc., it belongs to him because the owners give up hope. Amarichis is a Gazlan that takes it with force. Alistim is a Ganev who robs people in hiding. And on both of them, the Mishnah says it's Shaloi, belong to him, because we assume that the owners gave up hope. Who's the town of our Mishnah? If it's like the Rabbonon that hold that Stam Genev is used by Mkashi Gazlan. So why does also the Mishnah say the Mishnah that the Stam is used by him? Irab Shimon that holds that Stam Gzeli is by Mkashi Ganev. Why also by listim the Mishnah says that Stam is a Yush? Because now Mishnah says both Saiganav and Saigaslam. So if he say according to Ula that when it's known that the owners gave up hope, everybody agrees that it's a Yush, whether a Ganav and a Gazlan Hokanami, also we can interpret the Mishnah, it's talking about Biyadua. We know that the Bailu Miyash Divrak was according to everybody. That says even when it's known that they were meyayish, it's still machlokes whether it's yush or not. So our mishnah goes not like rabban and like rab shimon. The gemara says belistim mizuin. We're talking about not a listim which is in hiding, but it's a listim that comes with his ammunition. It's considered like a gazlan, which assumption is used by the rab shimon. He goes like rab shimon. So our mission will follow the Shimon that Stam Gzela is used by them. Stam gonna even know. Pradimori Hochi, if we talk a list of Mizuin Hana Gazlan, so that's the same as the Gazlan. And the mission already said not Lumaikson Hamoire. The Gemara says Trey Gavna Gazlan, two types of Gazlan. There's a Gazlan who comes by himself, and there's one that's coming with his ammunition, with his uh with his uh, uh And, and and the Tana teaches us that he's also considered as a Gazlan with regards to Yush Bailin. Toshma. So we're going to prove from Ula from the Bryce. It says the Bryce, Aganav, Agazlan, Va'anus. The Ganav, the Ganav, Va'anus, that's a person who's a Chamsun. He takes with force and pays for it. Hegdash and Hegdash. If they're Magdash to Tromos and Truma, and the Truma is Truma, from everything that they stole, because they acquired it through Yush. What they stole. Who's the town of the Brice? If Rabbana questions the Gazlan, why is it Desha Hegdish? But we said Stam Gzela, 
the owners don't give up hope and he has no power to be magdish, something is not his. And the Reb Shimon, Kashiganov, and Reb Shimon, why is Hegdesha Hegdesh? Stam Geneva, the Bailim are not giving up hope. It's okay, according to Lewis, says that if it's known that they were Miyash, whether it's Gzela Gnea, Kone, Yurkoina, Hochanami, the Bryce will explain. It's talking about Biyadua, that they were Miyash. Divir Hakali can go according to everybody. But according to Rabbi, that says even when we know that they were Miyash, is still Machlekes, Hamani, who's the Tan of this Bryce? And for the Gemara, Hochanami here too is talking about the list of Mizuin. It says Ganev, we talk a list of Mizuin, whose din is like a Gazan with regards to Yush, and it goes like Rav Shimani. That's Tam Gzeli Yush Bailim, Tam Ganevi Lavi Yush Bailim. And Taka Ganev, that would be Magdish Enek Desh Hegdish. So why does he have to say two times, twice, Gazan? Two types of Gazlan there is. One who comes with his ammunition, and even though he's called a Ganev, but nevertheless, with regards to Yishbailim, he's considered like a Gazlan. And if you want, I'm going to tell you another answer why there's no proof from this Braise, that Ganev actually means a Ganev. I, you ask who the Braise is that sold Gzela and Geneva, Rabbi learns in a Braise about the Machlekes of Shiva HaChomim, Rabbi Omer, Ganev, Kegazlan, that the Ganev is like a Gazlan with regards to Yushbalim.